Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my underground lair. Welcome to another episode of the New England Society of Geeks podcast. I am your host, Derek, and this is going to be a little mini episode I like to call uh, some of my favorite things from San Diego Comic-Con. So here's here's a few of the things that I found pretty cool and interesting that I would like to uh, to talk a little about now. This first bit of news is, uh, actually, it didn't, this didn't actually come from San Diego Comic-Con. Um, it came out a little before San Diego Comic-Con, but it is something pretty cool, so I thought I would add it in. And that is that director, Sam Raimi, is in talks to do, direct a new Evil Dead film. and. Not only that, but he is going to try to convince Bruce Campbell to come out of retirement to play Ash again. Now, if you, some of you might know or might not know, but uh, Bruce Campbell decided after the Ash vs. Evil Dead show was canceled that he would retire from playing Ash and never uh do the character again except occasional voice work i think there was a game he was going to be working on or whatever but sam raimi wants to direct a new evil dead film and he might just be able to convince bruce to come back and play ash again so that is awesome news that is definitely something i am excited about we'll see what happens so uh, stay tuned for more on that as it comes out. Oh. Now, in the world of comic books, this is an interesting one. And um, so this is a little pre-Comic-Con announcement. Uh, but DC Comics announced um, they have a, a whole thing going on with their line. They're calling a uh, big event. They're calling Year of the Villain. I'm not going to get into all of that, but it involves obviously villains, but in particular Lex Luthor is kind of the head of the whole thing, and he's, you know, look it up. I'm not going to get into it if you don't know what it is. But one cool thing is, as part of this year of the villain, um, they're going to be doing a comic book called The Joker, Year of the Villain, and it's a one-shot that features art from Philip Tan and Mark Deering. And what's the coolest thing about this is it's going to be co-written by fan-favorite filmmaker John Carpenter. That's right, John Carpenter, famous for movies such as The Thing and many others. Um, so it's pretty interesting. So basically... Um, 
the whole year the villain involves Lex Luthor making deals with people to try and convince them to be, you know, uh, as bad as they can be. <laughs> and um, the Joker is feeling left out, so he decides to uh, go on a mission to get his swagger back in a world gone bad by outbatting everyone else, proving that the greatest evil is always the one that leaves them laughing. And uh, Carpenter said that the Joker is the greatest villain in comics, which I'm inclined to agree. And um, he's excited about writing it. And uh, I'm definitely going to be excited about reading it. John Carpenter's take on the Joker is something that's very fascinating. And I cannot wait to read uh, Next up. Oh, next up. Hasbro. Um, Hasbro has created a thing called HasLab. Uh, that they have come out with some cra crazy, interesting, um, high-end collectible toys. Um, recently, one thing they have announced is a life-size cookie monster puppet. Actually, I don't think it's actually a puppet or a Muppet. <laughs> but it's a, I think it's a posable cookie monster. Anyway, which is pretty cool. Um, last year they started by creating a huge version of an act a in scale to the three and three quarter inch figure version of Jabba's sail barge which was amazing um and now they're going to be moving into the world of transformers with uh the largest transformers toy ever and it's going to be a 27 inch tall which is pretty big, uh, fully posable Unicron figure that is screen accurate to the character's debut in the 1986 animated movie. Now, this thing is um, incredible. I encourage you to look up pictures of it if you haven't seen it. It's amazing. It is fully posable with 50 points of articulation including its jaw and individual fingers. And it transforms into a 30-inch diameter planet that also has planet-eating jaws and posable planetary ring. This, this, is, this, is a, this is a piece of art. I'm just, I just got to say it. And it, it's amazing, and I wish I could get one, but there's no way in hell I'm ever going to get one because... So here's the deal. The HasLab stuff is high-end, like I said, which means it's very expensive and very limited. Um, and it's also crowdfunded. So basically, what they need is they need 8,000 people to order the Unicron figure, which costs $574.99 uh, through the HasLab website before August 31st, at 11.59 p.m. Pacific Time. And if 8,000 people put in the orders, then Unicron will get made. If not, no Unicron. Um, now, that's how they did the, the Jabba sail barge. I don't remember how many people or the price on that one, but they definitely made what they needed and more. Like I said, because it's a almost a $600 piece, there's no way I'm ever gonna see this thing, but I just wanna, I just wanna see it actually made. 
because it, it's amazing. 27 inches tall is huge. Huge. <sighs> so we'll see what happens with that. Good luck, HasLab. All right, moving on. Ah, back into the world of comics. Uh, this is another thing that I don't think it was actually, um, yeah, it was announced on Marvel.com, not actually at San Diego, but it's another thing I'm really excited about, and that is, um, there's going to be a new ongoing series for Marvel, uh, and it's going to be the return of the Danny Ketch Ghost Rider. Now, Danny Ketch was the Ghost Rider of the 90s, and... I used to love his that run of Ghost Rider. It was one of my favorites. Great character. And I'm very excited to see Danny Ketch come back. Now, here is the description of the first issue. Johnny Blaze ain't just the king of hell. He's the warden, too. He's the first line of, of defense between the demonic hordes trying to escape the joint and the lords of other hells making a play for his throne and all the power that comes with it, including a certain evil queen from his past. Mm. Meanwhile, Danny Ketch never wanted to be a ghostwriter. Now that his brother's in charge downstairs, Ketch must take on the duty of Earth's spirit of vengeance full time, no matter how much he'd rather be doing anything else. So, uh... There we go. That's, for me, that's pretty exciting news. I'm a huge Ghost Rider fan. Uh, as I said, a fan of the Danny Ketch Ghost Rider. So uh, I'll definitely be picking that up. Um, doesn't look like they've announced when it comes out. But definitely I'll be keeping my eyes open on that one. Now, back to toys. Because this is another really cool thing. Mattel... Uh, toy company Mattel has announced that they are bringing back the original vintage He-Man figures, but a little updated. So these are going to be, uh, this is going to be called the Master of, Masters of the Universe Origins line. And it's uh, going to have the same styling as the old He-Man and Masters of the Universe toys. The toys are going to be uh, five and a half inches. Just like they used to be. And they're going to be uh, incredibly buff like they used to be with bulging muscles. But they're going to have a few updates. And um, that is basically in um, uh, a couple of the figures have some cool sculpting, new sculpting. But basically, these figures are now going to have 16 points of articulation uh, instead of the uh, five points that the originals had. Was it, no, I think it was six originally. Five, six, yeah, six. Um, but now they're going to have 16 points of articulation. So we're going to have fully posable He-Man toys. These are pretty cool. So they are already planning to do He-Man, uh, two versions of He-Man, actually. Um, they're going to have one that looks like the original He-Man toy and one that actually looks like the cartoon version of He-Man, which is a little different, which is really cool. Um, and then they're going to have, of course, Tila and Evil Lynn, because you have to. Originally, they're the only two women in the line. Um, and they they look much the same, except they also have points of articulation. And then um, they also announced Beastman and Man-at-Arms. And, interestingly enough, the Man-at-Arms toy now has a mustache, just like the cartoon. Because 
the original man at arms did not have a mustache but he was given one in the cartoon so now the toy has one to reflect that very cool but yeah these 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 figures are great um and uh it's pretty cool that they're doing this hopefully it will do well and they'll continue with more of the famous characters i want to see what they do with ram man <laughs> how they're going to give him um more articulation that'll be interesting all right so next up mm, some unfortunate news but not exactly unexpected and that is uh that it was announced by jeff Loeb that marvel's agents of shield will officially be ending after the seventh season next year of course um there was going to they thought they were going to end after the five actually after the fifth season they thought they were going to end but they've kind of been on the fence (laughs) almost since the beginning we all know that but um they were given a sixth season which they are currently in the middle of it's been an interesting season but um abc liked it so much uh that they decided to do a seventh season to give them a seventh season so next year they'll be coming back for their final season because uh Loeb and the people behind agents of shield have decided that seven seasons will be enough and they're going to tie up all their loose ends in the seventh seventh season and the show will finally come to an end but it will be ending the way they want it to so that's good at least it'll be uh it'll be it'll be missed i've come to really enjoy agents of shield but you know when it's your time it's your time it'll be interesting to see what will happen to shield after the show is closed because um there still isn't really a shield in the major mcu so it'll be really interesting to see what they do with it all right next up oh so uh there'll be some interesting trailers i'll be talking about the first trailer is that uh kevin smith dropped a red band trailer for jay and silent bob reboot and um i'm pretty excited about this i love jay and silent bob jay and silent bob which strikes back was awesome and this trailer was hilarious and it looks like it's going to be a great movie so it's great to see them again and uh, I like the whole thing that they're trying to stop a reboot of the original movie now. All right, back to the toys. Uh, Mezco, they have introduced some new DC Comics action figures with five points of articulation. And um, what makes these really cool is the figures that they've announced. And basically, they're doing figures from Batman, the 1966 Batman and the old Fleischer Superman cartoon movie serials. And these figures are really cool looking. They even have the 60s Batmobile, which is awesome. Makes it right there uh, um, a sale for me. I'm like, oh, I, I definitely want those. Um, but they're really good looking figures, especially because they look a lot like what they're based on. They've, they've got, as I said, the Batmobile, Batman, Robin, Joker, Penguin, and... Uh, Catwoman, not sure which Catwoman it is, as there were three of them, if you recall. But they also have for the Superman line, Superman, um, a robot that I kind of vaguely remember, and Clark 
Kent and Lois Lane. Um, but yeah, these are really cool. Uh, they're, they're three and three quarter inches. So that's cool. And, uh, I like these. I'm, I think I'm definitely going to at least be getting the Batman 66 ones and we'll see. I might get maybe this anyway. It'd be also be cool to see uh, if they can, Oh, if they do maybe like the, the 77 wonder woman, for the TV show, that would be awesome. And next up, we have a cool, um, an interesting TV show. Uh, I don't know if this was announced at Comic-Con, but this is something really cool. And it's called Lego Masters, a competition series. And basically, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a reality competition show where uh, some of the greatest Lego builders of all come on and build some crazy, incredible stuff. So... uh what more do you need to know than that? It's coming to Fox, and uh, it doesn't have a premiere date yet, but that's definitely something cool. I want to see a competition with Lego building. Oh, man. I love the master build. The people can really build amazing stuff with Legos. I'm so impressed with. Just so impressed. And I think this show's going to amaze the hell out of me. Next up, an interesting thing. Um... A company called Cherry Tree Incorporated has announced a Star Wars Death Star themed personal computer. Yeah. So <laughs> is it's really cool. Um so they're doing pre-orders now. Um which you can you can go to mycherrytree.com or in person. Oh, that was at the Comic-Con. You can go to mycherrytree.com um and pre-order the computer which is shipping on black friday this year or excuse me after black friday weekend and um it will be available in the u.s and canada i don't see a price on it but uh so the max specs that you can fig can configure the computer to uh are ninth generation i99900k8 core 3.6 gigahertz, 32 gigabytes of RAM, uh, 2 terabytes of memory, GeoForce graphics card, 2 easy access drive bays for 2.5 inch drives included, water cooling with ultra quiet fan, um, optional 1080p support, Pico projector in the laser dish, and the case made and assembled in the USA. And, oh, did I mention? What makes this thing so cool is it's actually shaped like the Death Star. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Again, no price listed here, but I'm guessing it's going to be pretty expensive. But if you're interested, go to mycherrytree.com and check it out. All right. Next up. Oh, oh, this is cool too. So if um, if you if you were born in the 70s, then uh. Like me, you might have grown up on some of the original, not original, but some of the old Japanese animated shows that you didn't know were Japanese at the time because they were um, changed for American audiences. But a lot of things like Shogun Warriors and you know, other giant robot things, but also a little show called Battle of the Planets. Um, well, good news is the Russo brothers the gentleman behind such movies as Avengers Endgame, 
Um, they have acquired the rights to produce a film adaptation of Battle of the Planets. Now, being a huge Battle of the Planets fan, I'm very excited about this. And uh, the Russos are also huge fans of the Battle of the Planets as well. So, you know, this license is in very good hands because it's the Russo brothers. They're, you know, they've done some good things. Um, but if you don't know Battle of the Planets, it was an American adaptation of an animated series known in Japan as Science Ninja Team Gacha Man. And it tells the story of the G-Force, a group of five youngsters who are tasked with protecting the Earth from galactic th threats, and is noble, notable for its bright animation style, martial arts combat, big space battles complete with elaborate ships, and colorful cast of characters. And you may remember their bird costumes if you, saw, if you see them. But uh, again, I used to love Battle of the Planets. Used to watch it when I came home from school as a little kid. And so I'm very, very excited to see what the Russos do with this. They haven't said for sure yet if they're going to direct it. But uh, I think it depends on their schedule and if they can fit it in. But I bet they will. All right. Next. Uh, remember the Toys That Made Us? The little uh, documentary series about some of the best toys from our childhood. Well, the gang behind the Toys That Made Us are doing another documentary series, and it's going to be called The Movies That Made Us. And basically, it's going to take the formula of The Toys That Made Us and uh, focus it on movies. And uh, it looks like... This is coming out in quarter four of 2019. That's the only announcement they have. Uh, and it's going to start with four episodes on four different movies. And those movies are going to be Die Hard, Home Alone, Dirty Dancing, and Ghostbusters. Now, the official description reads, Netflix and the Nacelle Company, the brains behind the hit docuseries of toys that made us, are bringing you a new, equally deep, nostalgic dive into pop culture that entertained the masses. The movie this, the movies that made us will have you cheering on John McClane and Kevin McAllister in the Christmas Eve battles of their lives. It will have you dancing the night away with Johnny and Baby while tapping into the supernatural with a team of ghost-busting scientists. So if you enjoyed the toys that made us, and I certainly did, uh, Give uh, the movies that made us a try, even though they haven't. I'm sure they'll get into some other movies, but like I love the Ghostbusters, but and Die Hard's good, but eh, Home Alone and Dirty Dancing wouldn't have been my first choices. But anyway, it should still be an interesting show. Now, here's another cool little thing. As always, for the last five years, Conan O'Brien has taken his show to San Diego Comic-Con and done episodes with the show. This year, it's no different, and he did some interesting episodes, which he had, um, you know, the cast of It was on one night, he had Tom Cruise on another night, and a couple of you know, other things. Um, and he did some interesting little um, fun skits and bits and things. <clears throat> Including two interesting Star Wars-related 
bits. And one was he did he he took a citizen citizenship test. San, a San Diego Comic-Con citizenship test which was administered by Mark Hamill. <laughs> and uh if you haven't seen it check it out online cuz it was actually a pretty funny bit and uh Mark Hamill was great. But another another um kind of cool thing that they did was one night they um honored Peter Mayhew, the man behind the Chewbacca mask who recently passed away, sadly. And they did a 21 Wookiee salute. And basically what they did is they went out on the floor of San Diego Comic-Con and they found 21 people dressed up as Chewbacca in some interesting costumes. There's two um, really good movie quality costumes. There's a pink Wookiee, a couple of children, um, and a quartet of women in sexy Wookiee costumes, I guess. I don't know exactly what they were going for there, but they're multicolored. But anyway, so they had them all come out on stage and, you know, they counted them down and they all did a Wookiee roar. And it was kind of nice. It was a nice little thing. Little 21 Wookiee salute. Um, and always, as always, Conan had a giveaway for some Conan Funko Pops. And this year's were... Conan dressed as Pennywise, Conan dressed as Iron Man, Conan dressed as Jon Snow, and Coney, Coney, <laughs> excuse me, Conan dressed as Woody from Toy Story. And uh, yeah, some good stuff there. Good stuff there. Um, next, couple more trailers that were interesting. They had a trailer for the Star Trek Picard series and for the Watchmen series coming to HBO. And um, both of those. The Picard trailer, ah, oh, it looked, oh, it looks so good. Looks, it actually, it, oh, I want to see it. I don't have CBS All Access because, you know, because, but I, I got to see this Picard show. It looks, it looks like it's going to be so good. I cannot wait. And uh, also the Watchmen trailer looks really, really interesting. And I'm really interested to see what they do with that show. Can't wait to see that comes out. Yeah, a couple of really great trailers for that for those shows. Uh, and finally, this is this is a big one. Uh, of course, one of the biggest uh announcements to come out of San Diego Comic Con was Marvel's Phase Four of the Cinematic Universe. And um, I'm not gonna cover everything. No. I'll mention it, and I'll just talk a little bit about a couple of the ones I'm really interested in. So, of course, Kevin Feige came up, and, uh, you know, he announced everything, brought out all the act, the cast for each thing. Um, but, uh, and he showed, they showed a big um, timeline of when everything's coming out, which is interesting. Um, and I'll just go over this in the order for which he spoke. First thing he talked about was Eternals, which I still can't believe they're doing an Eternals movie. It's such, I mean, it's, the Eternals is out there as a concept. It's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Then he talked about the Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is a show on Disney Plus coming that I'm looking forward to. Ah, but then he talked about 
uh, one I'm really looking forward to, and that's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, in which he also announced they're going to have the real, actual Mandarin for one, instead of the, you know, fake Mandarins and uh, Ten Rings group that we've seen in the Iron Man movies. This is going to be the real, actual Mandarin. Then he talked about the WandaVision show, which is weird because I'm still not sure how that's going to work. It takes place after Endgame, but somehow has Vision in it. Very interesting. I mean, he's an android, so they could, I'm sure, find a way to bring him back. But anyway, what's also interesting is this show is going to directly connect to the Doctor Strange movie they announced. I'll talk about that in a second. But first... Then he mentioned the Loki TV show, which is also interesting. It's uh, also going to be taking place after Endgame. But uh, yeah, if you remember in Endgame, Loki kind of, uh, you know, gave a little bit of a slip there where he kind of got away with the... Well, I don't want to spoil too much. But if you haven't seen it by now, people. Anyway, that should be interesting. Ah, but then next, the other thing I'm really excited about. And that's the Doctor Strange sequel. Now, the first Doctor Strange movie... I liked it because I like Doctor Strange. He's one of my favorite characters, but the movie itself was not the best Marvel movie. But this is very exciting because the sequel is going to be called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And not only is it going to involve the multiverse, which has been hinted at, uh, but it's going to involve Doctor Strange. It's going to be a gothic horror movie, basically. And it's going to involve Doctor Strange fighting all, you know, fighting enemies from the multiverse. And it's basically not going to be, it's going to be more, it's not going to be a mainstream villains that we've already seen. This is going to be, you know, they're going to get into the, the crazy stuff what Dr. Strange is known for. And the other interesting thing about it is that Scarlet Witch is going to be a big part of the movie. So it's basically directly linked to the WandaVision show. Not exactly sure how yet, but there you go. Oh, and then another thing I'm interested in is the What If TV series coming to Disney+, Plus, which is going to be an animated series based on the What If comics, which I've always been a fan of. I love the What If comics that basically, you know, does a, it basically takes characters and says, what if such and such happened or what if this happened? Or, and um, what's cool about this is they announced that it's going to basically have um, every actor from the MCU doing voices in the show. So that's pretty cool. That's going to be very Next, he announced the Hawkeye, the Hawkeye show, so that is official, but it's weird. And it is going to have Kate Bishop, who um, is like the young version of Hawkeye, so that's going to be interesting. And it looks like it's going to be like a, a training thing, Hawkeye training Kate Bishop. Next up is a weird one, and that's Thor, Love and Thunder. And it's going to have, first of all, somehow they got convinced natalie portman to come back to play jane foster again and maybe they did it by uh agreeing to give her the hammer so she's going to be the mighty thor which if you know anything going on in the thor comics lately she did a run where she had the hammer and she was thor for a while very cool story 
Um, but this is also going to feature a lot of Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie character um, as she searches for a queen, being that she's now the king of Asgard. That'll be interesting. Um, then it was announced, um, the Black Widow movie was announced, uh, which is actually coming out next May. It's going to be the first Phase 4 movie. And um, what's cool about this is it's actually going to feature Taskmaster as, a, as the, one of the main villains. and Taskmaster is awesome. I love Taskmaster. He's been really cool. Um, now there's also quick mentions because this was near the end of the panel. There's quick mentions of Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, and Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And it has been confirmed. It just says confirmed right now, but it says Fantastic Four confirmed. So we are getting a Fantastic Four movie. And he did mention Kevin Feigley, Feigley? <laughs> Feige briefly mentioned mutants, but he said he didn't have time to talk about it. So we can expect more from that, more from the X-Men coming soon, I'm sure. And finally, he talked about a surprise movie that surprised everyone, and that is they are doing a new Blade film. Blade the Vampire Hunter is coming back. Yes. But this is not going to feature Wesley Snipes as Blade, but instead is going to have Mahershala Ali, who, interestingly, interestingly enough, played Cottonmouth on the Luke Cage show. So there's a little bit of a double dipping there, which is interesting. But, you know, whatever. I think he'll make a good Blade, and I'm looking forward to that. I think that's going to be a darker, maybe R-rated film. That's cool. I'm glad they're bringing back Blade. That's awesome. And it's cool that the Fantastic Four has definitely been confirmed. Confirmed. And interestingly enough, in an interview, Kevin Feige said he wants to bring the Fantastic Four back up to the level that they should be at. So, take that as you will. I'm sure that it wasn't meant to be a shot at Fox, but, you know, let's face it. Fantastic Four kind of been getting a raw deal. And there you have it, folks. That's some of my favorite stuff to come out of San Diego Comic-Con this year. Um, it's uh, definitely some exciting stuff. I'm especially glad about to finally get some information about the um, Marvel Phase 4. Uh, finally have some idea of what's going on with that. And, uh, you know, as always, it's always fun to see what comes out of San Diego. So now we move on to... Uh, we soak all that in and we move on to uh, other stuff. But that means it's going to be it for this episode of the New England Society of Geeks podcast. Uh, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And uh, until next time, good night, everybody. Since my customary farewell would appear oddly self-serving, I shall simply say, good luck. If you would like to contact the New England Society of Geeks podcast, you can do so by emailing us at nesogpod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at nesogpodcast. And you can find us on Instagram at nesogpod. In addition, you can find us on Facebook at our New England Society of Geeks page. And while you're at it, 
we would really appreciate it if you could give us some ratings or reviews on wherever you listen to us. It would help other people find us and enjoy us as much as you hopefully do. We thank you all for listening. 